Hey there. Welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson. That's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. This is an ask button question that, um, yeah, came in to the demon. Let's do it. Should we read the listener's question first or should we just do the question first? I guess we could read the question. I don't know what the let's listeners. Read, let's read the listener's question first and then we'll attack the question. Okay. So, um, Taylor's wait, where did I get Taylor from? Oh no, sorry. Taylor is from the, <laughs> this is a, an anonymous, anonymous ask button question. Yeah. My bad. Taylor's from the, the LSAT question. It says, hi, how is the question interpreted as finding the statement that Sandra agrees with, but that Taylor disagrees with? I read the question stem quote, Sandra would disagree with Taylor about to find the statement that Taylor would agree with and Sandra would disagree with. So the reverse and incorrect interpretation. Well, I'm not sure. Oh, I see. So I'm doing something now that we would never do in real life. I'm reading the question first, but the question says the statements above provide the most support for holding that Sandra would disagree with Taylor about which one of the following statements. And I I think that the ask button correspondent has it wrong in both instances. All we're looking for here is something that they are going to disagree on. Yeah, Sandra would disagree with Taylor. (laughs) In other words, Taylor would disagree with Sandra on that same point. Right. And it could be Sandra says yes and Taylor says no, or it could be Sandra says no and Taylor says yes. The point of this question is just to spot the thing that they're arguing about. It's a, it's an issue spotter. What are these people going to fight about? Where is their battle on the page? The statements that they have given commit them to disagreeing about one of these facts. And it, it could be a yes from Sandra and a no from Taylor, or it could be the other way around. So I, I think your question um, is, yeah, it's misguided in in both ways. Yeah, it's like the listen or the um, ask button question questioner. <laughs> the person yeah. who submitted the question is it's like they're it's like they're separating Sandra and Taylor and saying, okay, well, what does Sandra disagree with? What concept? And what concept does Taylor? Yeah, like disagree? Taylor agrees with this, but Sandra disagrees with this. No, it could be the other way around. It could be that Sandra agrees we with don't this care. and Taylor disagrees with this. Yeah. Okay, Um, I'll read the the statements to you and see if you can actually predict the answer, which I think you should be able to. Right. Because that's what we're looking for is the passage is going to support the idea that they are going to fight about one of these issues. And I think you're going to probably predict it. Taylor says uh, this, by the way, is test J section two, question 16. Taylor says researchers at a local university claim that 61 percent of the information transferred during a conversation is communicated through nonverbal signals. Okay. That's what some people think, uh, some researchers. I'm curious about this. It kind of makes sense to me. We communicate not just through words. We also communicate through, um, well, this is nonverbal. I was going to say tone, but we also communicate through you know facial expression, body language. So I'm not totally surprised by this. I am surprised that it's such a high percentage, but I'm also curious. Okay, where's this going? Taylor continues. But this claim, like all such mathematically precise claims, is suspect because claims of such exactitude could never be established by science. 
Well, I mean, what? Maybe in this particular instance, 61% is overly <laughs> like precise. Maybe this is more of a soft like assessment anyway, but like, I don't know, maybe you can delineate exactly, hey, is that verbal, nonverbal? And then how often does that happen? I hate the fact that Taylor says like all such mathematically precise claims, I don't know much about science, but I know there are some things that have got to be pretty damn precise and they work very well because they're so precise. So I, I really don't like where Taylor's going with this, both in this instance and more broadly. Yeah, taking no position on the whether the 61% is actually correct for nonverbal signals. The second part of what Taylor said is just cuckoo, right? Yeah. You're really telling me that a researcher would never be able to determine that like 61% of people uh, get divorced or that 61% of this particular solution is water. What <laughs> science can't ever be precise about anything. I mean, it might be difficult, right? Like, what what people are you including in your study to determine that divorce rate? And but it could also be real change. Easy. There could yeah. be green balls and red balls in a box. Yeah, you can't do a study to tell me that sixty one percent of those are green or yeah. red or whatever. What do yeah. you? Come on, you're yeah. that's now you're that's insane, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, or sixty one percent of uh, voters in a certain jurisdiction voted for one candidate. What do you mean you can't be precise about that? Yeah. Okay. Sandra continues. So we've objected to Taylor's statement. Now we're going to read what Sandra says. Sandra says, while precision is unobtainable in many areas of life, it is commonplace in others. Many scientific disciplines obtain extremely precise results, which should not be doubted merely because of their precision. <laughs> okay. So Sandra is basically saying what we said. So, okay, I'm on board. Cool. Can you predict the answer? The question says the statements above provide the most support for holding that Sandra would disagree with Taylor about which one of the following statements. Well, Sandra is specifically talking about precision and Taylor, which is in response to Taylor's last claim about precision. So at the very least, they disagree about whether, uh, you know, results can be precise and accurate. Right. And are they arguing about nonverbal signals? Uh, Sandra doesn't talk about that. Right. So, no. Right. Sandra is arguing with Taylor about the second thing that Taylor said, which was whether mathematical precision is ever possible. Yeah. Uh, there are going to be probably wrong answers that have to do with nonverbal signals. Uh, Sandra never mentioned that at all. So that cannot be their point at issue. Yep. All right. Heading into the answers, Ben is going to be looking for a statement where one of the speakers says yes and the other speaker says no. Doesn't matter who says yes and who says no. We just need one of them to say yes and the other one to say no based on what they've said on the page. A. Research might reveal that 61% of the information taken in during a conversation. Stop. I don't even like it's about the conversation. I, I'm already suspect of the answer. So Taylor is going to have a clear position on this. Probably, depending on right? what else is said. Yeah. So it but. goes on and it says 61% of the information taken in during a conversation is communicated through nonverbal signals. So it's exactly mm -hmm. what Taylor started off talking about. What does Taylor think of that? 
Yes. Sorry, other way around. Taylor says no to A. Oh, sorry. I'm so, <laughs> I'm, I'm so done with this answer. I wasn't even <laughs> right. taking it fully seriously. Is it talking right. about a conversation? Oh, through nonverbal signals. Yeah. Is it possible that research might reveal that 61% of the information taken in during a conversation is communicated through nonverbal signals? What does Taylor say to that? Yes. No. Taylor says no. Taylor's why the one he, who why said. Why are you saying no? Because Taylor said that this type of precision is not possible. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. All I'm right. really done with this. I'm sorry. I'm like moving <laughs> knew, on. Right. And right. The clear dismiss. And I think in the moment I would have done the same thing that you did. I would have said, yeah. they're not arguing about not about communication. They're not arguing yeah. about nonverbal signals because Sandra took no position on that. So whether Taylor would say yes or no doesn't really matter because Sandra didn't say jack shit about that. Sandra said <laughs> that accuracy is possible in some cases, but she didn't say yeah. whether it would be possible yeah, in absolutely. this particular yeah, yeah. Uh, domain. All right. B, it is possible to determine whether 61% of the information taken in during a conversation is communicated through nonverbal signals. Okay. Um, So Taylor would say, no, it's not possible. And Sandra might agree. We don't know. Sandra has not taken any specific position on whether this is possible in this particular domain. So A and B are wrong for the exact same reason. C, the study of verbal and nonverbal communication is an area where one cannot expect great precision in one's research results. Okay, Taylor would agree. Um, Sandra, we don't know. Exactly. Any answer that's about the domain is going to be wrong, right? Yeah. Yep. They're arguing about whether science can ever be this precise. They're not arguing about whether science can be this precise in this particular domain. So A, B, and C all fail for the exact same reason. D, some sciences can yield mathematically precise results that are not inherently suspect. Taylor would say no because Taylor said like all such mathematically precise claims. So going out way beyond this domain. And Sandra would say, yeah, um, it is commonplace. Precision is commonplace in others. So I would say that Sandra agrees. Taylor disagrees. This sounds like the answer. Right. So that's the thing that they're arguing about, because one of them says yes to it based on what they said on the page. Whether it turns out to be Sailor or Taylor or Sandra is irrelevant. The other person said the opposite. Yep. That's why that's the answer. Yep. E, if inherently suspect claims are usually false... Okay, I would tell you, just stop right there because we're talking about inherently suspect claims already. Like, that's weird. And if they are usually false, it's also a conditional statement. I mean, that's just a bizarre answer. Where were they arguing about what would or would not happen if inherently suspect claims are usually false? They're they're debating about whether they're inherently suspect in the first place. We don't even know if these (laughs) claims exist, right? Right. And then it says, if that's true, then the majority of claims made by scientists are false as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even read the. Right. When are they arguing about the majority of claims made by scientists? Yeah. OK. Answer is D, because one of the speakers says yes and one of the speakers says no. Pretty yep. straightforward. Um, yeah. Back to the ask button question. Yeah. It has nothing to do with who disagrees with who 
you know, whether Sandra is disagreeing with Taylor or whether Taylor is disagreeing with Sandra, it's the same thing. What do they disagree on? What is their point at issue? That's what this question is about. Which one do I know? One of them is going to say yes and one of them is going to say no. Cool. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.